This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's independent music scene. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. My guest this week is Cleveland-based electronic artist Zirak Ahmed, who makes music a slow spin. In the last decade, she's broken barriers in the underground music scene in her native Pakistan, releasing six EPs. Last month, she released her debut full-length album. Thirty-two-year-old Zirak Ahmed, who makes music under the name Slow Spin, just released her first full-length album, Talisman. She says it blends North Indian classical vocal traditions with shoegaze, psychedelic rock, folk, ambient, and experimental music. It's got songs that belong to lyrical traditions, poetic traditions, I don't know, like 700 years old, older, but there's also so much of my own writing there as well. So these arrangements that I've composed is a journey of myself as a migrant, experiencing new losses, new loves, longing for things that I've now had to let go of. But it also brings this entire tradition within my family of love, loss and longing as migrants, as people who had to leave behind their homes, their loved ones and migrate in 1947 and after. And so their relationship to the motherland in UP, in Uttar Pradesh, in United India, and then a new home in Pakistan, and then my relationship as a migrant in the U.S., thinking about these generations of identities, but how it is that we hold on to what composes ourselves and how music becomes that form that we get to continue to keep with us. Ahmed's journey as a musician began in her bustling hometown of Karachi, Pakistan, starting out learning music, art, and poetry from her grandmother, mother, and aunt. She continued to study as a teenager in school and then came to the U.S. in 2009 to study visual arts at Hiram College in Portage County. I never thought I'd end up in Ohio because the high school where we come from in, uh, in Karachi, in Pakistan, Karachi Grammar School, they make you apply to like 10 universities. Hiram was number 10, and that's the one that came back with the best <laughs> um, deal, the best scholarship. Wow. And so my parents were like, yep, that's where you're going. So at that point, I was really nervous. Well, you know, all my friends were going to schools that either visited or heard of before I was going to a school that nobody knew of. Third day, I called up my dad. I was like, biggest mistake. There are more cows than people. <laughs> I've never seen so much land. How funny. <laughs> I also come from Karachi where there's barely any trees. It's just buildings. And, and, and that's exactly, I suppose, why I fell in love with Ohio. There was just so much beauty. I'm, I'm joking about the cows. It was just um, fantastic. It was a, an amazing time. I f so I, I came to Hiram College for my undergrad. I majored in studio art and a minor in political science. I was really into identity politics at the time. I was thinking about the body. I was thinking about the female body, the Muslim body. I was thinking about how to best compose the identity of the complexity that I understood as my body, huh. particularly as, as a 
body that didn't necessarily belong there as a visitor uh, in a space that's so different culturally than mine. And so I had a lot to say about what it is that we were and the beauty that we all have that we can connect with. So I was painting a lot of these bodies that I felt needed to be shared. But fun fact, I went back home and I told my parents once I was done my degree that I never wanted to paint again. I said my bodies were mute. Like, wow, wow. Really? What do you want to do now? And then I told them, I think I'm a musician and I want to actually use my voice to say the things that I want to say. So you started with visual art and it evolved into sound. The sound bit started finding its own voice out of me in a in a way that felt more authentic than the visual arts. I realized that throughout my three and a half years at Hiram, I was spending a lot of time just me, myself, my acoustic guitar on GarageBand, recording these little melodies. And so by the time I went back home after graduation, I shared with my friends what I had been doing. At the time, my friend looked at me and he was like, yeah, you're a musician. This is a full-on EP. This sounds fantastic. That felt like my truth. So you went back to Pakistan after Hiram and you started making music there? Yes, I, I first sort of released the first collection of collages made at Hiram that was called Nightfall's Reverie. after my friend at the time who was also a fantastic producer still is he gifted me my first SP it changed everything for me Um, with a sampler I was able to like real time just record my guitar loops onto that or you know drag my mic out and capture the sounds of the birds and the warmth of the rooms that I was in what was the response in your hometown home city were you starting to get some recognition for the music you were making there? Oh, yes. It was really interesting time because with this counterculture, with this underground music community at the time, it was predominantly just boys. There was a group of like a dozen boys and they were making it all happen. And there was maybe like one other female and then I was the first to actually drop uh, an EP there with an indie label. And so it was kind of a big moment. It was, a, it was a big deal. But also at the same time, I knew it was coming into this place, which politically was going through its own turmoils. And there was a great risk being at shows or having shows. And so that added with the constant threat of being this female, always, you know, at the risk of being objectified and that taking over as opposed to your craft being respected and given attention. So I battled a lot of that. I would have these shows, it was just projections drowning me in really dimly lit spaces so people could just sort of take me seriously as an artist. I wanted to be at the same level where those other boys were being taken seriously. And so I was kind of fighting for my space as well. But I I think it was so great for me to start and, and commit to that journey on my own to find what it is that I wanted to say, how it is that I wanted to say. And the space that I carved felt like this is truly my own. That's incredible. 
Then I had a couple of other records, and by the time I released Between Shadows and Water, I got an award recognized by Lux Style Awards, which is an, a great moment for me to be recognized by a very mainstream platform for wildly indie music. So that was great to be taken seriously for all um, the efforts I was putting as well. So what's the music scene like there 10 years later? Are there a lot more women? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're doing phenomenal work. They're, they're crushing it, and I'm so happy to see that. And there's a lot more support. How did you end up back in Cleveland? I love Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> My best friends from Hiram are from here. So I was making a trip back to Cleveland almost every year. I, f- I felt uh, compelled to visit again in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then strange things happen. That's when I met my now partner. (laughs) Um, And and here we are. Ahmed spent the majority of the pandemic teaching at the Cleveland Institute of Art and working on her debut full-length album, Talisman, after recording session with a group of notable musicians and producers in Brooklyn, New York. Throughout my MFA program, I was um, doing different residencies, and one of them was with the um, Found Sound Nation, and they introduced me to their master artist, Shazad Ismaili. And Shazad at the time, this was like 2016, I believe, invited me to a studio figure eight recording in Brooklyn, and Shazad had this wild idea of calling me in along with three other phenomenal musicians, and we had three days in the studio and we just swam in sound. All my EPs thus far are actually first takes. It's like the first time I wrote the song is is the recording you hear, and I build around that. Let all the deep sounds of uh, the lows and, and the highs and the flutes and all the textures in between to, to wash through you and hopefully it resonates with you. enjoyed working in New York and plans to relocate there to pursue her music full-time. But before then, Slow Spin performs at the Cleveland Uncommon Sound Project's ReSound Festival June 11th. You can find more Shuffle episodes at ideastream.org shuffle. Or just make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a look at the nonprofit Cleveland Rock's past, present, and future and how it's working to build and unify the city's independent music scene. Brittany Nader is Shuffle's producer. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. Thanks for listening. Yeah.